Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What's poppin' my dirties? It is Wednesday, December 20th, 2017. You're checking in with your smoking nephew. This is Blazing Rye backstage. Check it out, BlazingRyeRadio.com, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, and all your favorite podcast pop podcasting uh, listening uh, apps and programs. And uh, I would, it, you know, like to welcome the shot to my batter and wah right now, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are you, mate? Good, man. How you doing, man? Hey. I'm okay, man. Oh, I can take it. I love it. You go crazy. You take all my inhibitions. Baby, there's nothing oh. holding me back. Uh-uh. So. John Meeks, uh, what's going on, mate? I will take a line from your favorite former late night host and say, "What oh, the God. hell were you thinking?" <laughs> I was not thinking at all, man. I well, I was thinking about it all day today. I think it was uh, it was killing me. I, I, how could I do that? Really, like, I, you know, I don't know hmm. why I even uh, was thinking of that. I was insane. You know, there's no way I can go forward without without the show. This show is me, and this show, you know, I'm the show. It's you know, we're all the show. It's ridiculous. You know, I, I thought about the show and uh, the friendship we have, and uh, uh, it just wouldn't be the same. I think it, I, I wouldn't make it through you know, a week or two weeks without <laughs> without looking forward to it. You know. So let's give our listeners some context here. Um, I. Uh, uh, so, so the other night I got a message from you saying uh, that you were going to quit the show, and uh, you proceeded to say, "I've lost interest completely," and then you said, "It's nothing to do with you, uh, and I just want to focus on other things." And then I thought, "Why not just say that? Just say that part. You don't need to say the first part. You don't need to say you lost interest well, completely." I know, I know, because you know, I, 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 I was being um, not defensive, but I just, I just didn't want to it come across the wrong way because I know we were like, like bickering back and forth about something, uh, it was, and I didn't want you to think it was because of that, but uh, I don't know. It was just, uh, I, 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 I think that wedding destroyed my faith in mankind, and uh, you know, I, 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 I keep going, I keep going back and forth on. Uh, on the show, but I think in the mm-hmm. end, I love the show so much. I, I just think about it all the time. It's ridiculous. I think I, I'm upset. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a real problem. I think that <laughs> it's, it, it was, it was weird because I was going through, you know, t- okay. So, so earlier tonight, Weeks texted me that he, uh, he now wants to continue the show. So, uh, <laughs> so I had planned this entire you know, farewell show for our good friend, John Weeks. And, um, uh, and as I was preparing it, I kept on remembering certain things like, like me telling you at the beginning of a show, uh, Oh, you know, I, I wouldn't rather be anywhere else than right here with you right now. And you would, you would vehemently agree. And you would say this, this gets you through the week. This gets you through the month. This gets, and then I I kept on thinking about these things and I kept on thinking about like, well, Fogarty and Weeks are never going to talk again. And where, where does that dynamic go? And it just seems like there was all this stuff that was totally antithetical to reality in your resignation. Yeah. I think I went insane when I said that. <laughs> and uh, I literally was at the bus stop today. Uh, you know, it's definitely like I'm an eight year old kid going, going to <laughs> elementary school. But uh, I was thinking about it. I was like, what am I going to do without this show in my life? And I just thought, I, I, I would be so lost. You know, I wasn't thinking about my job, my family, my life. I was just thinking about the show. 
for the better part of the day, I was like, <laughs> oh god, if I don't do the show, I'll never I'll be able to, I'll never be able to come back. It's just not going to be the same. I don't have anything to look forward to in my week. What am I going to what, what am I going to look forward to? Uh, you know, work. Uh, this is terrible. <laughs> Everything else could fall by the wayside. I don't know what I was thinking last week when I when I went and texted. I think these weddings just. They, they destroyed my entire face and everything. I I, I go insane. I go insane. even though that we had to talk about it. Even though that was a good wedding, I had to say it was a good right. wedding. I think it was it was something about Atlanta, something about Maine Drew that just threw me off completely. Uh, you know, I thought I was done with the wedding. I get this call from remember Kevin on Sunday. I get a call from Kevin. Oh, Jonathan, yeah. they didn't get your vet. They're going to charge you $200. I went berserk. I called them up. (laughs) I started yelling and screaming at the lady. uh, And and they made a huge mistake. And I just, I thought everything was going smoothly uh, at the wedding and and afterwards. But, you know, it came back to haunt me on Sunday. Ridiculous. (laughs) Did they find the vest in the end or or did they just give? They were idiots. The, the the vest that they got was the vest that I, we got. You know, we traveled through hell to get right. that vest. You did. And, uh, <laughs> you uh, did, too. And uh, they they just don't remember that uh, I got a – they didn't give me their vest. I got a vest from a different store, and they didn't, uh, you know, order it up on the – or it didn't register on the – when they brought it up digitally, I guess. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, uh, it's um... – you know, I think I know. I think I know why you quit for about five seconds. I think. Why? I think that what happened. I mean, I think that I'm a hard person to be around in person for an extended period of time. I mean, take my fitness no. coach for instance. My personal trainer. He went to prison, to back to Rikers Island to avoid, you know, training me twice a week. Um, and. No, stop. No. But but I do think I do think that there's something to this. I think that because okay here's here's where I think the problem started. Here's where I think the problem started yes. with, with the rental car situation. Because I think yes. that because you were not on the insurance, that that made you feel trapped. Whether you were going to go anywhere or not. I think that that made you right. feel a little bit trapped, which I believe gave you some PTSD from all the other weddings, you know, like the, the Jesus wedding yeah. and stuff where you, yeah, yeah. And I think that that feeling um, of being trapped, especially with somebody as difficult as me, who was complaining about your chewing <laughs> and complaining about, you know, various, various things. Um, I think that that really, you know, and in the end at the last night there, of course I could get in the car and go and, and, and bang that dude off grinder. But but you didn't really have that that opportunity unless you were to steal the keys in the middle of the night and just take it for a, a joyride. So I think that it all started with the rental car. What do you think about that theory? You know what? I, I think that that is partially it. I, I think I, I did feel a little trapped. Uh, um, yeah, it, it had nothing to do with you know you saying that you're difficult. No, I, I think um, I was just expecting a disaster from that wedding, and it yeah. wasn't as disastrous as, as I thought. I was always I was. I was on edge, I think, from the very beginning. I, you know, regardless of having a, a car or not, I think uh, coming into this, I was ready to go to war or something like that. And, and uh, nothing really happened. I was surprised. It was actually a pretty laid-back, good wedding. Um, and uh, but then, this, you know, and because of that, and because I was ready for that, I, I think I was I was let down. I thought this was going to be a terrible wedding. It was actually a great wedding. That's that is true. Like. Uh, it, it is okay. So he, uh, we were weeks, and I were just uh, I was the best man, and weeks was a groomsman, both for the second time in our friend Andrew Mandrew's wedding, and the last time he got married in Connecticut, and then weeks yeah. and I were both groomsmen at our friend Jesus's wedding, which was in Atlanta. So when Andrew, who had previously gotten married in Connecticut, told us he was getting married in Atlanta this time, uh, we both started mm-hmm. having a stroke or panic attack, and. Um, <laughs> And because of all the weddings that we've been to recently and just the just the the abundance of them and just how traumatic Jesus's was, really, it really put us in a situation where we, we didn't want to be in ever again. Like of all the cities, I would rather have a, a wedding in fucking Newark or Trenton 
or yeah, like I agree. Uh, Duluth or you know somewhere anywhere but Atlanta. And then yeah, we and then the thing is that nothing went wrong. Like I mean no. that was that there's something wrong here. There's you know dead giveaway man. Yeah. There's something wrong here it's if things are not giveaway. going wrong with Andrew's wedding. Andrew is a lunatic. And the fact that that wedding was so normal and the bride was so normal and the family was so normal, aside from maybe all the God nonsense, but everything else seemed pretty normal. And I don't like that really, I think that really threw us off. That threw me off greatly. I'll tell you, I was like on the plane and there was a lot of turbulence going into into Atlanta. I was like, Oh great. This just makes sense. I'm going to die going to Andrew's wedding. Okay. I guess, I guess I'll die. And then it landed. We were safe. And everything from that point on, except for that damn vest and the snow. Yeah. See, there there were signs that it could go all horribly wrong. Yeah, you didn't even bring a jacket, and it was a snowstorm or snowing. I didn't bring a jacket. It was cold as hell in Atlanta. It was colder (laughs) there than it was in the Northeast and in, in the New England States. It was ridiculous. And it just threatened that things could go wrong. I was expecting things to go terribly wrong throughout that entire trip, and nothing went wrong. So I was, I'm still perplexed <laughs> as to why nothing went wrong. Uh, Andrew was more normal. At this point in life, Andrew is the most normal he's ever been. I think, and I, you've known him much longer than I have, but I don't think I've ever seen him this normal. <laughs> You know, as you were saying that just now, and I was nodding, agreeing with you, I was looking at my, the notes that I took before the show, and one, of, and the yeah. thing that I just read was, <laughs> I, I wrote down, not enough bad happened. <laughs> not enough bad happened. <laughs> yes, it was like you were in Bizarro World, and something took a turn for the, the better, and... Uh, it's just, but it doesn't feel good to me. It feels very strange. It feels like uh, it didn't really happen. Did this really happen? Yeah, it doesn't feel like it happened. The only thing that feels real about it was Flomo, because he was such a nuisance. Oh, God. Flomo was terrible. He was, oh, oh my God, he was a terrible person. I, didn't, I, I don't remember Flomo that much, but he, uh, he definitely fulfilled all the uh, expectations. He was awful. He was out of line, he was politically incorrect. <laughs> but and and I had to say, Jeremy was far better. No, Jeremy was I think I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. You know why? Because Jeremy is a phony baloney. Jeremy would just, you know. Yeah. If you're talking to him about something, he could have no idea what the hell you're talking about, and he'll just say, "Oh right, because you, yeah, uh huh. Oh right, yeah, mm-hmm, uh huh. Oh yeah, cause you, yeah, mm-hmm, uh huh. Oh right, because you, uh huh, mm-hmm." Come on, man! Don't pretend to relate to shit that you can't relate to. It's just unbecoming. You're right. No, you're right. Especially for that Bitcoin stuff, he was way he was laying it on like a seven layer cake. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're, oh yeah, oh you were exactly right. Oh yeah, yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does yeah, he a lot. He is a phony belonging. Yeah, he didn't have a clue what the hell I was talking about. And he was saying, oh, oh right, because no. you, oh, no. okay. And even when he was watching the John Weeks insult reel, he would pretend to know who the people were in it. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of, uh, given that tonight was meant to be your final show and uh, is no longer, which I'm, I'm very happy about, so uh, glad you're back. Uh, it was you I were gone far too long. I'm happy you're taking me back. I apologize for my uh, rash decisions and uh, going. Uh, it's just it was ridiculous, and I'm just happy that you're you're able to take me back, and uh, uh, we could keep the show going and keep the ro- the wheels rolling here. You know, that's how we got yeah, we got a joy ride till this thing falls off. We're, it, it ain't never gonna <laughs> fall off, especially after that wedding. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, it just seems like it will never fall off. That wedding was. <laughs> <laughs> I just when Mandrew is normal, you know something is very strangely wrong in the world. It, it was 
He was normal. He was in. He was in shape. You could kind of understand him sometimes. <laughs> uh, so I mean, that's, that's better than most. And uh, uh, you know, it was it was a fun wedding. I had to give it to him. Jane is a good kid. He he did keep dragging us to terrible clothing stores, though. Uh, that was strange. He did. Yes. He, did. he was extremely controlling. I've never seen Mandrew <laughs> at this level of control ever. Right. Was, I, I think. He was ridiculous. I don't know what he wanted to do when he was like, "Oh, let's go back to the hotel, your your hotel." What do you want? I don't. I think he he did want to go out to that strip club. There's no doubt about. It. I, I I he just didn't want to say it. There was a strip club. No, he wanted to. I think. I think he wanted to go out that night. By the way, I don't know how you become so good at bowling, but that was ridiculous. I, that, maybe it's Atlanta. You know, nothing made sense down there. It was I'm not I'm never that good at bowling, and all of a sudden I was uh, you know I was I bowled a 350. What did I bowl? <laughs> you killed it. And it, 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 uh, even Jesus was bearable. I don't know what the hell was going on down there. <laughs> all right, hold, hold that thought. So what I was saying was, since this was meant to be a farewell show, I did prepare the the reel to play. So let's play that. And we'll be we'll Let's be right it. back and, and talk about the uh, wedding in Atlanta some more. So this is the John Weeks insult reel. Uh, was going to be the finale, but it it will go on. Here we go. No wildling would kneel before that scumbag John Weeks. John Weeks, go fuck yourself. John Weeks, you're not famous and you never will be. Let's get out of here, gang. Yeah, let's go. Guys. All right, let's do it. Hey, listen, John Weeks, you dipshit, you know. First off, you shouldn't be co you know, you shouldn't be allowed to co host this. He should be co hosting, okay? He should be more than co hosting. You should be you should be gone until you can take some time off and uh and you live in New York and uh, you're gonna vote for Donald Trump. Guess what you are? A fucking moron. Okay? Take a go look at the West Side Highway and how he destroyed that. Yeah, you know, fuck you. <laughs> you know, and I even you've ruined my day and I don't even know you. So you know John Weeks. I do know John Weeks. I hope his name does not indicate what he can do with the fact. <laughs> Just saying, John. Hello, John. How you doing? Keith Coons, we're out here on the tennis court with your buddy. Hope you're having a great day. I would normally throw an insult out, but I'm going to try to keep a high brow for this occasion. Keep on doing what you're doing. Thanks. Look, I've been asked to uh, insult John Weeks, but I don't want to, you know, because... For me, John Weeks is an inspiration to people of limited looks, talents, and intelligence <laughs> that they can still almost make it. So, John Weeks, I've been to the future, and history will judge you. That's not oh, going to be interesting. Sorry. John Weeks, you look terrible. And I can smell you through the phone. My goodness, take a shower. John Weeks, you are a Donald Trump voting shit where you eat dirty dog. That's all I have to say. Hey, I love John Weeks. He's a great guy. He's the life of the party. And I've been hearing his gender camouflage game is very strong. Hi, John Weeks. Uh, as far as I can tell, you live up to that stupid last name. And I met this guy. He seems totally cool. He was telling me about you. Everything he said, I was like, douchebag, idiot, stupid guy. Like, I can't even believe that you are okay with you. And that's the problem, okay? That you're okay with you. You know, the nicest thing that I can say about John Weeks is that he has not written a single joke the entire time he's been co-hosting the show. <laughs> And now he's just riding off into the sunset, and uh, he can go fuck himself, frankly. Hey, John Weeks, what's up? I'm out here in the streets with your boy Ryan. I'm doing that SVU shit, you know, trying to get an honest buck. I've gone straight. I know you got the memo, and uh, that's what's happening, man. Watch me on TV helping niggas stay out of prison. All right. Some people tell me John Weeks is a nice guy. Cunts. <laughs> You got a magical reel there. I say I like them all. I don't know which one's the best. I, I really like Ice T. I like I actually like Demars and I um uh, uh AJR is very good too. They're, they're all great. It's incredible. Yeah, it, it Demar. It's uh 
Demar is it's genius. Um, and then uh, uh, Ice T. Ice T is the only person that I I didn't ask to insult you, and somehow his wound up being the funniest. I think. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's too bad that that AJR was before the song Week came out, because then we could have made a play on like he's John Weeks, and what's wrong <laughs> with him? Boy, oh boy, he loves it when you insult him, John Weeks. And anytime that I've been to like a, a meet and greet or anything with them since then, I've always had the thought like maybe I should ask them to do it. But then, then I just think like I don't want to get you know I don't want to get them again on the reel. Yeah. They're already on there, and uh, I would rather talk to them about like my my Gita Lele that I want them to sign and shit like that. <laughs> what about Keith Coons? What what is he, Mister Nice Guy? I would love to have him. Have him insult me. I think that would have been incredible. Well, I think that he played it perfectly for for his occupation. You know, I was a little I was a little surprised that Whoopi Goldberg wasn't a little more careful because she's on TV every day. She was. I, I'd say that I was the most nervous to ask Whoopi just because she's on you know morning tele national uh, broadcast TV every single right. morning. Um, but Kuntz. Uh, I figure, you know, I mean, people people are getting fired left and right in this current culture, anyway. So, uh, I, I think That's that right, he, yeah. I think that he handled it uh, very well in a very kind of political, uh, diplomatic fashion. He and uh, and you know, when I what happened was with Keith Koontz. So Keith Koontz is a news anchor from WTNH in New Haven, and I was on the tennis court and. Oh, that's right. I don't think have I even uh, we well we've discussed this, but not on the air. So I was playing um, my friend Rajai from high school. We were playing, uh, uh, we were teammates in high school, but we were playing at this place called Tennis Central in Woodbridge, Connecticut. And there's this uh, guy who comes and he's just by himself and he's walking around the court. And I hit a nice shot. He says, "Good shot." I said, "Thank you." I had no clue it was Keith Koontz until we eventually switched uh, courts. And the whole time though, I'm noticing that this guy. Every time he grunts, like when he hits the ball, he goes, eh. 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 And, and so that doesn't sound like Keith Kuntz. Keith Kuntz is a very suave, debonair kind of, uh, you know, you heard him just now being very, oh, I think I'll keep it classy for the occasion and stuff. And he would, you know, you would never associate him with, <laughs> he sounded like no. a duck. Yeah, he sounded like a duck when he hit the ball. And then when we switched courts during a changeover, I I was like, wait a second. And I turned to Rajai and I said, is that Keith Koontz? And he said, yep. And I said, you think he would insult John Weeks? And he said, Ryan, encroaching on their personal time. Oh. So what I did was I put the phone in my pocket. So that when we were like, for the first point I played on the same side, when I was on the same side as him, but through the, um, the, the gate or whatever, the, the, I, I just said, Mr. Kuntz, uh, sorry to bother you. And, uh, you know, will you do this? Uh, and, and the thing is, I had the phone ready with, you know, pictures of me and Whoopi, me and Ice-T and stuff. So, uh, so then he gives, this, he gives this look like he's not going to do it. Like, uh, and then I was like, it's, it's okay. And he, and he, and he said, uh, I'll say hello. How's that? And I said that's perfect, and uh, and he did that, and I thought I thought it was pretty good. It was very good, yes. He was Mr. Smooth, I have to say. Um, I don't know how do you come across these people all the time like this. It's ridiculous. It, how are you doing this? Well, this so, is another reason why I thought it was odd you were abandoning me. I know, I know. <laughs> I was like, right. right. I've traveled the world getting all these famous people to insult I mean some of them have won Oscars Emmys, Tonys, Grammys and he's I leaving <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it That's, I was thinking about it all day today. it was, it was ridiculous <laughs> interfering with my meetings I was late to a meeting, I was thinking about the show oh, oh this stupid meetings and uh, <laughs> you know that's what I was thinking about the show what am I going to do if I leave the show I don't, I'm not, not going to feel right anymore uh, what about the show uh, you know, what about? Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense uh, to leave. I, it, it's so I just I, I had a mental breakdown. I was like, I can't do it. What, what am I? What about? What was I thinking about last week? I, it was insane. Well, the thing that we were bickering about, I don't think we were even bickering, but we both knew that the other one was starting to get an attitude. And it wasn't even like we had started yeah. bickering, but we could sense it. And it's because you were 
you because I was upset because uh, you hit a button and didn't record the full speech, and then you were upset <laughs> that I was upset at that, and then and then so then in order to to make yourself feel better, uh, you started uh, attacking my speech, which is fine. I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I <got> <laughs> no, 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 no. What happened was you you started saying you started giving an honest critique of the speech saying it was you know it was, it was too long and that's fine it was too long but but that's that's how my wedding speeches tend to be is just they just tend to be too long right um but uh but yes i mean no, yes we you're giving not yeah you're right i, I don't think we were bickering I, we were just like poking each other and uh it, but you know it's that, that 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 has little to do with it i i i don't know what i was thinking i think the wedding just let me down. I thought it was going to be a miserable experience, and it was just too much fun. And it was just, it was, it was. I'm, I'm used to used to misery in these uh, weddings here, and uh, it was just too much fun. I, I was just beside myself, and uh, I couldn't contain myself, and uh, I was making all kinds of bad decisions. <laughs> what other bad decisions were you making? Uh, what else? Uh, moving to DC, I think it was, it was a really bad decision. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Too much uh, bureaucracy here. Too much. Uh, uh, it's too many people. I, I've had enough of people. You know, so you, you've uh, been I'm saying for for years. It seemed like you wanted to eventually go back to DC, though. And now you're saying you uh, you no. would rather be in places with fewer people. I kept trying to convince. Yeah, I kept saying this to myself. I kept trying to convince myself. Uh, but no, I've grown too antisocial. I, I was in Vermont. I was in Buffalo. I like not seeing people. I like avoiding people. And, uh, yeah, me I too. think it's a real problem. It's a real problem. <laughs> you know, the question that I was um, that I when I said I would use the question that one of your uh, favorite late night hosts or your favorite former late night host said. Do you know what I was referring to there? Jay Leno, right? No, no good? Yeah, correct. Do you know who he was interviewing when he said that? Oh, God. No. Who? 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 Uh, Hugh Grant. So it was after Hugh Grant was busted for oh. um, soliciting uh, Divine Brown, soliciting a sexual, oh. you know, uh, paying for sex. So, uh, so... It was like Hugh Grant didn't cancel any promotion that he was doing for nine months. The movie that he, he had out at the time. Great movie. Robin Williams, Tom Arnold, Julianne Moore. Great movie. Um, and uh, and so Hugh Grant, like he comes out on The Tonight Show. And this this was the turning point. This is where Jay started getting better ratings than Dave. And that lasted pretty consistently for the rest of their, you know, runs up against each other. Uh, but it was, it was because Hugh Grant came out and he, and Jay just goes, what the hell were you thinking? And, the, and then people watched Jay from that point on. Yeah. You know, it was, it was that moment yeah. prior to that. Yeah. He became, killing Leno. Yeah. He became almost like a lesson in his interviews. Uh, <laughs> Jay Leno. Usually he's almost likable. Well, yeah. <laughs> Usually he's like so PC, Jay Leno, and uh, right. his interviews are kind of boring to me. But uh, yeah, he took a little bit out of uh, Letterman's uh, playbook, I guess. You know, but um, yeah. Who do you watch? Do you do you even watch late night anymore? Do you watch it? <laughs> um, <laughs> the I'll I'll uh. I'll never really, I'll never really watch it on a weeknight, really. And in fact, usually I'll I'll still have the TV tuned to NBC from the morning. And if I accidentally hit a button on the remote, that ends up uh, turning on the WNBC with the antenna connected to there. Uh, I, I will panic I'll, because I'll be trying to like get to sleep. And then uh, and to like something on Netflix, something relaxing or something. And I I cannot relax to uh, especially the current Tonight Show. It's just not a show I can relax to. But I also couldn't relax to to um, Fallon on li- when he was on Late Night. And I'm not saying anything bad about him. I'm just saying the show is too wild. Right. I can't relax to it. Whereas, whereas I used to be able to back in the day when 
uh, first it was Dave and Conan, I was able to fall asleep during Conan or at least shortly thereafter. And I just, there's no possible way I could fall asleep during Fallon. There's no way I could really fall asleep during Kimmel or Colbert. But if given the choice between um, the three of them on, on any given night, I would, I would most of the time watch Colbert. And I don't know if that's due to my allegiance to CBS from the Letterman days, allegiance to that show, mm-hmm. late show. Dave started that show. Um, it's also uh, a good way to get for a liberal to get news. Um, if you want to go there, uh, but, uh, and like, for instance, Dave, Dave Letterman was on Jimmy Kimmel recently and I haven't been able to like bring myself to watch it yet. Cause I just know it's going to be, it's going to be too good and I won't be able to like right. do hood rat stuff, you know, with your friends. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> that, that I, I like doing it by joke. myself. Huh? That was that was a, that was a killer joke when you said um, I do hood rat stuff with my my friends, uh, you know, in the the business meeting at the wedding. That was a, that was a killer joke. <laughs> right. we'll, we'll 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 tell that after, but we got to pause because do you know do you know what time it is, John Weeks? Oh my God, it's the hot mess award. I'm in the host queue. <laughs> oh, no, the I'm in the queue for one last time. I'm in the queue for one last time. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. So, um, so. It has become apparent. <laughs> it's become apparent to me from 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 Fogarty's greeting that weeks you have something to tell the wizard. I do. Uh oh. I do. Okay, with Mr. Wizard. Originally, uh, t- today was supposed to be my last show, but I have reversed my decision. I've undone my resignation. I'm back, and Ryan's uh, accepted me with open arms, and I'm glad to continue on with you fellas, and uh, it wouldn't be the same without you. I was thinking about it all day today, uh, and I regret my decision initially, so uh, I'm back. I'm back, baby. I'm sorry to disappoint you, John Fogarty. (laughs) (laughs) What? But you are now in the queue, John Fogarty. Hey, that's some shit. I thought we got rid of this song just finally. So, don't let that change anything that you were going to do tonight, because I haven't really changed anything I was going to do. So, Tom Fogarty, uh, who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? Okay, well, I got a whole shitload of them. First is the beat that's <laughs> gone on for 20th. Gone on for 25 years between Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas, where oh. when Magic, you know, when Magic uh, ended up being HIV positive, apparently mm-hmm. Isaiah's the one started letting it slide that it was probably because he was having gay affairs and shit, and that started Ooh. to be lasted 25 years until last night on some oh you know like end of the year wrap up thing and award ceremony sit down chat chat on the NBA channel that was the two of them sitting face-to-face and Magic finally basically said, I forgive you for what started this. We need to get past this. This is 25 years of a friendship that we've lost. Wow. That one's over. Good. Good. Two. Really quick now, two. On E! News, there's this chick named Kat Sadler. Well, she just told them to go fuck themselves and quit the show when she found out what? that the person who was also on the show with her, Jason Kennedy, they started at the exact same time at E, and he is making over twice what she's making. Whoa. She said, fuck you. More money news. Lady Gaga just signed a two-year deal <laughs> in Vegas. Performing 74 shows 
with a guarantee of not less than one million per show. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Jesus. She's making bank. Yep. Number four. <laughs> Alex Trebek. Oh. oh no. What happened? Turned into the old man sexist that he really is. One of the contestants, oh. you know, in the little in the little talk down the Rigo where he stands in front of them and asks yeah. some shit about their lives and always has that one little pithy rejoinder that he can come in come back with. Well yeah. it turned out he was a master sergeant with the Marines and he said, Well that must have been really hard for you because a master sergeant just gives orders all the time. Oh. 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 Well, Number five. Was... <laughs> Mr. T, you know how he ended up with all those chains? Yeah. How? He was a fucking bouncer at a club, and when fights would break out, there would just be random chains around, so he started taking them. <laughs> you, oh. a boon- you said a boonser? A bouncer. Oh, that was a bouncer. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like you're saying bouncer. He was a bouncer. He was a bouncer. A pity the bouncer. Really, 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 really fucking hot mess. And I'm really over her. And I hope Meryl Streep rips her a new fucking cunty cunt. Is Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan, yeah. Who, even Ooh. though she was the first to start the whole Weinstein thing, she mm-hmm. was also one of the first to take money for it to keep quiet. So for her to now Ooh. suddenly be saying that Meryl Streep knew and was part of the reason why this has gone on is her silence. No, bitch, part of the reason it's gone on is because you took money up front for keeping fucking quiet about it. But it happened to you. So don't be suddenly like playing this. And she's been doing this now really snarkily for the last three weeks. You know, thinking this was like just her cause. And as other people come out for it, she she initially went at the women who decided they were going to wear black during the awards yeah. season. She was, And then was like saying, yeah, and I bet, you know, Meryl will wear Marquesa because she's so close to Weinstein. And Meryl's been trying oh. to get a hold of you to have a conversation with her to say, uh, look, I did not know. He merely produced the movies I was in. He was not on the set wanting to fuck me. Yeah. I wonder if I would feel um I I wonder if I would feel uh, in, inadequate if I had not been sexually harassed by Harvey Weinstein. Well, there you go. So why does why does Meryl, you know So it's like yeah. Rose, you know, shut the fuck up. Didn't it's she date Mar- happening? It's Didn't actually date- happening. So so now she's like got to beat up on the women that weren't beat up already. Isn't she? Doesn't she, isn't she with Marilyn Manson? Or didn't she used to be with Marilyn Manson? Rose McGowan. She was, and then she was with somebody else, equally as freakazoid. And I don't know. <laughs> who knows who she's with now? All but right. That's my method. Sticking to it. Cool. And are you guys uh, lubed up and ready to joke off? Oh, I've been joking for about an hour. <laughs> Different strokes to rule the world. That's how my dad does it. The best troll to rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom Ford, you kick us off. Could the print on this be any smaller? What font did you use? I, wow. Is it different? It's, is it different than usual? I'm sorry. I, I, I did it, it from a different a computer. smaller to me. Doesn't it to you, Weeksy, baby? Tom That's what she said. Okay, <laughs> director Ridley Scott, who fired Kevin Spacey from his latest, latest movie and reshot all his scenes, told the New York Daily News, it would have been nice to have some kind of call, but that Spacey has disappeared. <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to call my boss after he's just fired me and replaced me with Christopher Plummer <laughs> just to fucking check in. <laughs> That's a dick. But, but. Kudos to Ridley Scott for doing that. That's fucking fast. Yeah. I mean, it's only been going on for like, what, six weeks, five weeks? Yeah. Yeah. And he managed to like pull somebody out of their goddamn grave and get them to reshoot the movie. Pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, He's people seem to really love that Ridley Scott guy. Yeah. 
Good man. Yeah. And that's going to be hard to beat just for that feat alone. Yeah, for Ooh. sure. You know, I mean, because Christopher Plummer's already, what, nominated for the Critics' Choice and the Golden Globe. Really? For that movie? Yeah. Really? Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. He just did it. Yep. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Okay. Yep. House Democrats introduced legislation this week to end the corporate culture of secrecy around sexual harassment. Many of them are planning to now sexually harass staffers out in the open from now on. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Petra Page, Petra Page, Petra Page. <laughs> Brazilian DH, Caleb. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's DJ. My bad, DJ. Brazilian DJ. Caleb Fritas was killed Sunday at the Atmosphere Music Festival when high winds toppled the steel stage, which landed on his head, which proved God hates EDM. EDM. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, How dare you? Uh, <laughs> wow. Florida attorney Andrew Spark is facing several charges after allegedly paying female inmates to perform sexual acts to film a Girls in Jail porn series, which featured the attorney's fully exposed penis. Spark gave getting his clients off a whole new meaning. A Walnut Creek, California woman was thrown out of a Starbucks earlier this month after berating two Asian customers for not using English to communicate with each other. That woman was 70 years old, white, blonde, and the president of the United States. (laughs) Walnut Creek. Up on Walnut Creek. (laughs) ESPN president John Skipper unexpectedly resigned this week citing issues with substance abuse making Skipper the only person over the past few months who hasn't resigned from a prominent position because of sexual misconduct oh my god yep (laughs) yep (laughs) wow a a drug problem at ESPN who knew (laughs) A Domino's employee has been fired after fulfilling a customer's special request of writing a joke on a pizza. The joke read, what do a pizza delivery and a gynecologist, a pizza delivery driver and a gynecologist have in common? They both have to smell it, but neither of them get to eat it. (laughs) To make matters worse, the delivery guy, the pizza file, the sexual harassment claim. <laughs> Did you just come, Fogarty? Yeah, what the hell happened? I don't know. Yeah, I came up with the Washington pizza. Washington, D.C. psychologist Alicia H. Clark wrote a blog post Monday where she suggested conversation starters for meaningful catch-ups with relatives over the holidays. Her number one rule, though, was do exactly the opposite of what Flomo would do. (laughs) Flomo. Speaking of the holidays, there are way too many gift-giving holiday games. Yankee Swap, White Elephants, Dirty Sanchez. Hey, no, 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 we not, 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 not. <laughs> it's Dirty Santa, not Sanchez, you cunt. <laughs> Democrat Senator-elect Doug Jones and Democrat Senator Joe Manchin said this week, it's time for people to move on for focusing on the numerous sexual misconduct allegations against President Trump. Explained Jones, we only go after other Democrats. We never get sick of losing. <laughs> <laughs> we never get sick of losing. 
ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I ain't gonna get sick of losing. Okay, now this really, this really got deep. This conversation on ABC News earlier this week. Matt Damon sat down and he had a real heart to heart. I was wondering why why we weren't talking about the men who aren't sexual predators. And he used a really good example where he said, you know, like my friends, Ben and Casey Affleck. Right. (laughs) (laughs) A little improv there. Both of them. 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 Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Damon Ace Felicia. with the vagina <laughs> and a colleges. Police arrested a naked Virginia man, Jose Gonzalez Flores, <laughs> after the <his> jump. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you said I thought oh, you said police arrested a naked Virginia ham. <laughs> what? I thought you said police arrested a naked Virginia ham. Police arrested a naked Virginia ham. Police arrested a naked Virginia man. Named Jose Gonzalez Flores after he jumped onto a moving truck near Dulles Airport in Virginia. It turned out Flores had been at a wedding earlier that night where he was bit by a dog and infected with rabies. Oh, yeah, is that real? <laughs> no, but that's what happened to me. Oh, right. <laughs> that- that dog bit me at Jess Diaz's wedding. Jess Diaz, they, they put out a video of that wedding and said, everything looked like it was cupcakes and Range Rovers, but they don't know that the chapter in the book is going to be called Terror in Virginia about their fucking wedding. <laughs> and the dog was killed by its owner by the end of the night. <laughs> well, no you good. know what the, the lesson is in this? You need to dial it back on the wedding, son. Yeah, no fucking right. kidding. You got that Peter right. Way of telling you that you need to dial the weddings back. Need to dial back. Right, uh, Tommy boy. I think I need to dial back other people in general, not you guys, but other people, just because like I went on two trips. Uh, this so I go on the trip to Colorado and I walk right into a glass door and bust my nose, and then I uh, oh. go to this wedding in Virginia and get bitten by the dog, and and then I ended up naked on a truck with rabies. But the thing is. That um, uh, I I think that's that's gonna have to be a resolution for 2018. I just need to do more shit for me because I got injured yeah. with those two domestic trips, and then I go to visit four different five cities in England, and I was fine, no injuries, and because I did that all right. for me, you know. Yep. Exactly. Do you? Yep. Yeah. What a bunch yeah, who of knew cunt. weddings were on the list of, you know, top five places where injuries are liable to break out? Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, after oh, Republican... What? Go ahead, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Gynecologist. After what? Republican oh. Senator John Kennedy... Is that his name? John Kennedy? After name? Republican... Senator John Kennedy grilled President Trump's judicial nominee, Matthew Peterson, and Peterson could not answer basic legal questions. President Trump called Senator Kennedy and said, Kennedy, when some of my guys send somebody over who's not qualified, you do your job. Kennedy said, thank you, Mr. President, and headed straight for the White House. (laughs) (laughs) That Matthew, that was that was awesome. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was awesome. He's not, he's not fit to sit on the hamster court, let alone... Yeah, he, he was bad. He was very bad. <laughs> he was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he thought Menino was a side dish. <laughs> the Ricky Martin group? Great group. Yeah. <laughs> The and take us home, Weaky Minds. Yes, sir. 
The Brackton bride-to-be, Christine Jo Miller, picked flowers from her 29-acre plot of land for wedding decorations, including the very poisonous snow-on-the-mountain flower, which made her break out so much that by 11.30 a.m. on her wedding day, she had to be taken to the emergency room, which was closed. Then she put on her wedding gown, went to the ceremony feeling awful, wasn't able to see her fiancé as her vision went slurry during the vows, forgot to wear shoes, had her veil for all off the place. The couple forgot their rings, their wedding, wedding song didn't even get played, and instead of the reception, they went to the hospital, where there were insurance picked up due to the new married status. And she was fully blind by the time she got to the Now, that is what I call a wedding. <laughs> yeah. Things are going to get, oh, yeah. Oh, great one. This is a great one. Yeah, look at that brass section. Oh, yeah. child, things are going to get easier. Oh, child, things are going to get better. <laughs> So Well, the thing is that all these weddings are so traumatic that, that that one actually sounded pretty good to me, and I thought that he could relate. Oh, my good. God. <laughs> Apparently, you did oh not enjoy God. it. <laughs> oh, speaking oh, of this morning. Fogarty, you're thinking it was his final episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great song. Cop, bro, you killed it. 
Yeah. Oh, thanks. I've been practicing all week. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Did you get that modulation in the middle? Appalachian. That modulation. Oh yes, yeah, that was definitely thumb up my ass to hit that next range. <laughs> that was good. That was very good. I thought that that's what yeah. a reach around was. The other up until Saturday, I thought that a reach around is when, say, you're reaching around and fingering a guy's asshole. But apparently, that's not what it is. No, they reach around and jerk your dick. Yeah, I didn't know oh. that. I thought it was finger the asshole. So you learn no, something it's new every day. And did he demonstrate it? <laughs> you might have to. You might have to revoke your fucking gay card, son. <laughs> hey, I don't like labels. I don't have a car to begin with. I don't belong to any of these <laughs> car carrying <laughs> groups. You don't know that. <laughs> well, you know what? Your friend actually, I learned it from your friend Carlton Tannis. I saw Carl one night. He didn't give me a hug. He went to shake my hand, and I was super offended I, that he didn't hug me. And he says, "What do you want me to do? Give you a reach around?" And I thought that meant that he, when he hugged me, he would finger my asshole. <laughs> No. Yeah. No. Well, I was wrong. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah, of course. All right. (laughs) Well, Tom Fogarty. uh, So it's not the end? I'll let we answer that. Oh, man. It's not the end, friend. We're going on forever. I'm going to have to sing again. (laughs) <laughs> every, every other week for the rest of your life. You're my hero. <laughs> you're my if hero. You ever know that you're a zero. <laughs> oh, That's what he was saying, Weeks. You're a zero. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I was roasting you. Thank you, Tom yeah. Fogarty. <laughs> I thought when I arrived, said we were going to a roast. <laughs> I know. Well, so did I. I. I put a whole reel together of of people roasting him. I mean, it's it's really oh, thrown me off. I know. <laughs> yeah, you dirty bitch. Clean up that shit you just on the street. Yeah, you dirty bitch. What'd you say? Clean up that shit you just found on the street. Yeah. Let me know where the fuck you live so I can come over and drop some trash in your goddamn street, you dirty bitch. <laughs> Which one of us are you talking to? I'm about to go wizard on Waverly Ass on yourself. <laughs> go, go, don't go get someone to reach around. You're going to get accused in 30 years of something. Don't fuck with the wizard. Well, in 30 years, I'll be reaching around the goddamn crypt keeper, so it's not going to matter. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Fogarty, have a wonderful night. Don't get captured. Okay, you too. And happy holidays, all y'all. Happy Happy holidays, y'all. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. (laughs) Oh, my God. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, that could have been another hot mess. You know what happened today? (laughs) No. What? That goddamn Mariah Carey Christmas song broke the top ten finally. They said it's really? the longest the song has kicked around before breaking the top ten. Twenty-three fucking seasons that song has been around. And it never got in the top ten before now? Nope. Not until now. That's crazy. Jeez. That's probably Pretty because she does nothing but lip sync it anymore. So every time she lip sync it, there's a click. Yeah, well uh, she got a little right. she got a little uh, uh she Weeks weeks can relate because Weeks got a little glitter. He got a little glitter this weekend. Went a little Mariah. I did. Uh oh. <laughs> Go Mariah. Uh oh. Uh oh. The Pariah. <laughs> Mariah the Pariah. All right, sire. Have a good night. A paper towel. Good night. Ciao, bellies. Good night. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> A great kid, through and through. I'm I don't know. I don't know about you, man, but every time he hangs up, I I, I have an a overwhelming sense of relief. <laughs> no, I do too. 
it's like, uh, you know, I'm so stressed out when he's online. He, I don't know what he's going to say. He's, he's incredible. <laughs> he's one of the best, best people to have on a radio show, I tell you. He, and that song was incredible. The singing was, wow. He, he does everything he possibly can to ruin the show, like every second that he's on. It's amazing. Genius. Um, so I, I know that you uh, you have a headache, and I appreciate that you came on tonight and uh, did the show anyway. I, I apologize that uh, we uh, we couldn't uh, rearrange this airing, but uh, but I appreciate that you, you you were a trooper, my friend. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you for getting me on the show, and uh, you know, thanks for just doing this every single you know the time we have this show, and it means a lot. And we got to keep rolling on because this is how it goes. We got. I'm, I'm staying loyal to the show, to you, and uh, I think it's just absolutely necessary uh, for my own sanity and for the uh, the, the, the viewer that's uh, the listener that's you know tuning into the show. So I think uh, <laughs> we got to we got to keep going until the wheels fall off, baby, and the wheels are still on. So we're gonna keep on and keep it on, and I appreciate your patience and uh, uh, you know your dedication. So thank you, sir. All right. Well, uh, appreciate that, and. Um, I, I think that we'll we'll table the rest of the wedding chat for our next show, which will be uh, after the holidays. But um, w- let's let's leave it with uh, what is your favorite scene in She's a Man, Man, Future Man, to Bang Bang? Okay, my favorite scene in She's a Man, Man, Future Man, to Bang Bang is when uh, Man, Bang plays a crazy rabbit. <laughs> you crazy rabbit! I'm out there risking my neck for you, and what are you doing? Singing and dancing, but I'm a tune. Tunes are supposed to make people laugh. Sit down. You don't understand. Those people needed us to laugh. Then when they're done laughing, they're going to call the cops. That guy Angelo will rat on you for a nickel. Not Angelo. He never turned me in. Why? Because you made him laugh? That's right. A laugh can be a very powerful thing. Why? Sometimes in life, it's the only weapon we have. And that's my favorite scene. And she's the main, main, picture, main, main, main. Very nice, very nice. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. What's, Thank you, sir. What's the colon? Thank what's you. the colon at? What's the after colon there? That's chocolate slash precious slash Roger Rabbit. Who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> All right. My favorite scene in season main main feature main 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 is from uh, she's main colon uh, another actually did uh, Shakespeare um, ripoff. Ten Ooh. things I hate about you. And Amanda Bain plays uh, a cat, uh, and it's like, you know, how it's basically loose, it's loosely based on uh, Tammy the Shrew, and she plays Cat, who's like Kate, and Heath Ledger's like Petruchio, and kind of like with Amanda Bain's is uh, She's a Main Main, you got, she's like uh, Sebastian and Viola and, uh, and Channing, Tatum Chainsworth, what's his name? Chatham Chainsworth? He's uh, yeah, Orsino? Yeah, Chatham Chainsworth. So... Yeah. Amanda Baines goes, I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate your big, dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much it makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh. Even worse, when you make me cry. I hate it that you're not around and the fact that you didn't call. I hate when you quit the radio show and then you come back a couple days later. Mostly, (laughs) I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. And that's my favorite scene. She's my my feature man. Bang, bang. Wow. Yes. 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 Thank you, sir. Thank you. That That was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I loved it. Phenomenal. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't think of a rhyme in there for that line I threw in there, but uh, I can. <laughs> well, hey, happy holidays. You going back to Connecticut or what the hell? It's too much traveling, man. Oh, I can't take all this traveling, bro. I can't do it anymore. I, my parents, I think, are going to come out here for the weekend and uh, oh. I'm going to do stuff around D.C. That's, that's it for me, though. I, I'm not, I can't go back for a while. It's, it's just too much yeah. traveling. I can't do it anymore. Well, I got to go to New Haven tomorrow and then uh, Philly next weekend. So it's, oh, uh, my God. 
I just can't, I just can't, I can't be home ever. There's too many, there's too many obligations, especially when it comes to family and whatnot. So, um, but have a great time, have a great holiday. And, uh, you too. We'll you kick too. it off in the, the new year, I guess. Right. Yes. And we will talk about, um, we'll talk about the hood rat stuff with my friends joke at the business meeting at the wedding next time. That's where we left off before Fogarty ruined the show. <laughs> darn straight, darn straight. <laughs> I can uh, think of no better way of ending the show than by saying uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Is that a song? I don't think that's a song. No. Um, and I mean, they they don't say Hanukkah. They say Happy Holidays in the song. Not Hanukkah. <laughs> if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. John Weeks, go fuck yourself. And uh, <laughs> somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing? Going to stuff her down the chimney, open up your presents. Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah. And happy holidays. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I'm not against saying Happy Hanukkah. They just don't say that in the song. That's all. But you know, good night, weeks. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>